Hey guys, Danny from DanceTube.tv, and on today's episode of the Drone Owners Worldwide podcast and video experience, we have Ken Heron joining us today. He is a drone fanatic and YouTube personality with a catalog of videos on his YouTube channel. He's amassed 120,000 subscribers now. Uh, he's done a lot of really interesting video content and definitely pushed the boundaries of being a drone YouTuber. So we'll jump into it very soon with Ken and we'll ask all about what it's like to be a YouTuber, um, some advice he might have for YouTubers, uh, some of the amazing experiences he's had with drones, some of the cool tests that he's done, and a lot more. So this video and this podcast has been sponsored by the Mavic Mini Australia Facebook page, or group, sorry, as well as Eye in the Sky Clothing. So I will have those links in the description below to check it out. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Let's jump into it. Thank you, Ken, so much for joining us today. I uh, really appreciate your time, man. And hey, thanks for having me. That's fine, man. That's fine. I'm I'm excited to hear about your journey into you know creating your YouTube channel and how this all started and how you come up with some of these super interesting kind of outlet ideas. Um, it's a hard place to start. Like, should we start with how you got into creating YouTube videos, or is there a, a, like an interesting sure. story that you think kind of leads nicely into this? Well, I started my YouTube channel in 2008, and if I knew then what I know now, I would have done nothing else but YouTube right. since 2008. But I only started my YouTube channel as part of some radio station I was working for, uh, and we didn't do much w with it. And then I posted a video about a laser, like a two-watt laser, and I was scaring birds out of the trees with it. I didn't hurt any birds, PETA. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, that that got some traction. Then I thought, well, maybe I'll do some more. And then, and then I got maybe like a couple hundred subscribers. And then I ignored it for another year or two. But then I started getting into uh, drones and stuff, and that's when it really took off. So right around 2011, 12. Okay. So if you did yeah. start in 2008, what do you think you would have done differently? Do you think you would have started oh, the same? Well, well. First, I I would have copyrighted the the name PewDiePie. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know when he started, but uh, maybe not in two thousand eight. But um, ah, I mean, just you know, hindsight, right? I go back try to remember all the. You're talking about literal time travel. Yeah, exactly. Oh sure, yeah. I try to remember all the lottery numbers or who won the the World Series is. is. You I probably try, wouldn't have I a YouTube channel. Invest in Apple. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, all, all the stuff that you do if you could go back in time. But <laughs> no, I, I certainly would have liked to have uh, paid more attention to it. I was always an audio editor. So right. it was a, a lateral move to edit uh, video. And I was editing video before I did anything with YouTube. So, mm. you know, all my radio training over the uh, 30 or whatever years that I've been doing it um, really helped me in the YouTubery that I do now. Mm, the YouTubery. That, that's the official term now, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I, I think so. I might have coined that. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, nice. Right, trademarking. <laughs> sure. Get the trademarking quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got to get on. <laughs> yeah, uh, get on. Because I, I tend to drift. That's fine. That's fine. Well, so were you into drones in 2008 at all? No. No. So when no, did you get I into drones? Um... Right around 2012, okay. I was working at this little radio station in West Tennessee where I live. I'm not from Tennessee. I'm originally from Philadelphia. But 
I happened to be here in Tennessee working at a little radio station, and I wanted to get a shot of the building from above. And I have one of those little helicopter things, you know, those toy helicopters mm. that are shaky. And, and and I had a keychain, a little keychain camera, and I taped it to it. Run. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I'll just get. And it 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 was horrible. But then <laughs> my girlfriend at the time, she bought me a little Hubson. I have it over here, a little Hubson drone for my birthday. And then of course, you know, when you get one drone, then you want a better one. Then you want one with a gimbal. Then you want one with GPS. Then you want a bigger one. Then you want one with FPV, you know, and on and on. So I still have that Hubson, but the girlfriend is long gone. Yeah, right. Mm. Mm, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't miss <laughs> her too much. So then, like, you said that you got a little bit of traction when you did that that kind of laser video with the birds. What yeah, was yeah. Like, what was the first video where you started actually genuinely thinking, wow, I could actually start making YouTube videos and make some money off this. Like, when was that I started, moment? I started recording. I, I did a morning show here in West Tennessee, and I started recording things that we did on the show using the audio from the radio. So it was just kind of like this, and then I had cameras, and I, and I would post some of that. And there was uh, some drone stuff in there, and I noticed that the drone stuff got more interest. And so I... Uh, was starting I started with a Phantom uh, 2 which doesn't have the FPV on it you just have to line aside it you know yeah. it had that whole the Zenmuse uh, GoPro holder thing it, it was a it, you know seems like seems like 20 years ago but it's not that long ago uh so I mean it just then I monetized the channel I remember one day I, I got a notice from YouTube saying hey you can monetize the channel I said really okay so I did that and then in about a month, I saw, oh, I made $7. And I, was like, I wonder if I can make $8. And then, you know, drones are a motivation. But, but I tell you that getting, getting paid by YouTube to do something that you would do for fun anyway, I mean, that's, that's a win-win right there. Yeah. So when you, got, when you saw that 7 bucks, did you, like, immediately quit your job at that point? Like, you were ready yeah, to dive I, fully into it. I marched into my boss's office, and I said, look, man, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> no. Uh, actually, truth be told, um, I was working at this little radio station, and there's not a lot to do. It's in a small town. Yeah. Um, I was morning show guy, and production director which is the guy that makes the radio commercials we didn't have a lot of clients and i've been doing radio for 30 plus years so i'm like quick with it you know so there was probably 20 percent of my work day that was actual radio stuff and the rest was all youtube i'm just being honest <laughs> nice. I was double dipping, and i had all this my my uh, my studio here all my stuff at the radio station so i was just editing video <laughs> And, and, you know, the, I was pretty much the boss, so. You were basically and, a part-time YouTuber so, back then. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And and then as time went on, I became a full-time YouTuber with a part-time radio job. Yeah. <laughs> the tables turned. I'm, I'm being so brutally honest. Yeah. I know you guys like being brutally honest, but, uh, yeah, I just, it was great for a while. Mm. Was, was it your background in um, radio broadcasting and media that um, 
gives you that sort of edge when it comes to your content because i guess on you know small town radio you've got to constantly come up with creative ideas to keep your your audience entertained and you come up with some pretty out there sort of uh youtube videos i guess yeah i, I see a lot of youtube channels which are very they're very channeled in terms of what they do. So we're going to talk about drones and it'll just be drones. It'd be flying the drone or, you know, look at a drone with an accessory on or something like that. I mean, but yeah, we talked about that one earlier, you know, flying the drone on a horse. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, if people don't normally do that sort of stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, yes, my, my radio career was good training as far as uh, being comfortable in front of an audience. That certainly helps. And that's a big hurdle for a lot of people that want to get into YouTube. So I'm used to being in front of audiences and, and not shy person, so that's that's another good trait. But yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of people on YouTube that try to emulate other YouTubers. They don't bring their own thing. You know, I I tell people all the time who ask, you know, they ask because they ask me this question: How do you how do you do good YouTubery? <laughs> uh, and, and I just say, be yourself. Uh, don't imitate anyone else. You know, we've 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 got enough uh, people out there doing the same thing. Try to, you know, if but if it's not yourself to to be apart from the herd, then just then maybe it's not for you. This is something that people have to discover on their own, because if you're not having fun doing it, you can tell. I think audiences can tell if if the person in the YouTube video that you're watching is sincerely having fun and not trying too hard or reading from a script or sound wooden. And like you mentioned me on the horse, I just come up with these, I've been doing this kind of thing creatively coming up with wacky stuff for years and years. And you can do a drone video and sit on a horse as long as it has a drone and it's still a drone video. Mm. You know, I, yeah, there's, correct. A circus yeah. In my head. there's a circus in yeah. my head going on all the time. I've been doing, morning radio comedy radio for years and years so that's my comedy radio muscle that's going on there it's hard to turn off even when you get out of radio yeah correct no. well i mean every, every time a a, a video is launched because i'm a subscriber so i get the um notification and first thing in my head is oh shit what's he done now <laughs> um, but, but it, it it's good because it, yeah you're constantly always surprised and interested in terms of what you are going to do next. Um, and as I said, you, I've seen a lot of YouTube channels which just go through that sort of model, um, which you know not it isn't that exciting. So we're doing unboxing. I mean, how many unboxings can you watch about the same product? They're, they're all very same. We sort of do the unboxing, and then yeah, we'll connect it and we'll do a yeah two minute flight, right. and then we'll land it and we'll go there. You go, they, and they then you watch. A cookie, a cookie cutter. I, I liken yeah. it to uh, to uh, my my radio uh, production. Very often there were there were there are all, always clients that they come in and they want to read the commercial over a music bed. And uh, if I sometimes if I tried to get super creative with them and they didn't get it, they're like then they listen back to this creative thing that I made that took a long time to put together and like. No, that just doesn't, that doesn't sound like a commercial. And I said, well, you don't want to sound like a commercial. You want to sound like something different because it's going to be ad, 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 your ad, 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 right? And you want your ad to stand out. So don't be like all the other ads. I've had people say, well, that doesn't sound like a radio commercial. And good. Said, That's mm. the idea to stand <laughs> yeah. out. You, yeah. If, yeah, good. If, if there's a saw blade and it's spinning, you want to be uh, the, the saw 
tooth that sticks out a little bit so people notice yeah 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 i mean that's the that's the flaw in the cookie cutter model because you know basically once you've done your unboxing and launch i don't need to watch your channel again until you get a new drone because you're not telling me anything new whereas with your channel there um yeah you've done your drone review that's fine but the next minute you're kind of fly this out of a car window <laughs> like yeah, yeah i want to see that yeah I've got or to, I've um got to keep it interesting it is interesting, but um, sort of quite informative as well, because you are actually sort of um, going through how the, the drone works and how it functions um, by showing some really cool stuff. I, I remember the one where you, um, I think it was a Phantom 4 or Phantom 3, you took up into the um, abandoned restaurant at the top of the building. Um, so, yeah, again, you're actually seeing a drone being used and you're talking through that sort of process, um, but it's entertaining and interesting. So, yeah, good job. Well, thank you. Thank you. I mean, why not make it interesting? You can get the same information from another video. But, uh, you know, if somebody's wearing a funny hat while giving you the information, then that'd probably be the video that you watch more. Yeah, right? yeah. So what is your... <laughs> Go ahead, Keith. How did your audience react to this? Did you get a lot of trolls? Going, what are you I, doing? I don't really get a lot of trolls, but the ones I do... I really enjoy replying to them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and I encourage anybody watching to troll me because I'm actually putting a book together. I'm putting a book together of uh, snarky comebacks to trolly questions. It's called uh, a comment below. And I've been collecting the trolly est comments for years. And I'm going to put them in a, like a coffee table type book. Wow. And I'm, yeah. Like I, seriously, I really that's cool. Yeah, I, let me see if I can find a good one. No, I don't That's know. That's cool. Take, but, yeah, because you got to uh, have you know, fun with it, right? Yeah, it's just snarky. Uh, it's snarky. I want I, I really want to share one. Let me see if I can. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I, this is boring. It, the, the stream just got boring. <laughs> I'm looking over my glasses like an old guy. That, that could be the, the book cover, maybe, that shot right there. Right here? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it, it would take me a minute to find it. But, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you know, like if somebody but, says something smart to me, you know, like purposely being mean, then I'll I'll kind of passive aggressively flip it around, not to be mean back on them necessarily. Mm. But I can be probably the, the 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 best one I I think I've ever seen is um, Jimmy Carr, um, Jimmy English Carr. comedian. Yeah, mm, there's eight, yeah. Eight, eight out of ten cats and he's doing a live show and somebody heckled him. So he, he just went, I'll get to you in a second uh, and was uh, sorting out another heckler. And then he went back to the first one. And he says, if you're waiting for a comeback, you'll have to scrape it off of your mother's teeth. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. You always have to have yeah. something like that in your hip pocket uh, like, if you're doing live comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy. He has a whole session on... Um, Responding to hecklers is uh, pretty yeah. pretty amusing. He's great. He has some great comebacks. <laughs> Do you have any comedians, Ken, that you look up to, seeing as you've got this kind of comedy mindset? Brian Regan. Okay. Love Brian Regan. Uh, when I was working at a radio show in Syracuse, he came on for my birthday one day. Oh, cool. I just admire him. He's, he's, a, he's a clean comedian. You know, he doesn't curse... A lot and that's not why i like him because i like cursing like the next guy i don't do it on on my youtube necessarily because 
YouTube to me is broadcasting. Well, no, not just that, but YouTube to me is like broadcasting, like radio broadcasting. Mm. And I try to use broadcast rules that I've been using forever in radio and just I'm trained when I'm presenting to not use certain words because, you know, sensitive ears are out there, kids, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I don't want to be the one. Everybody's going to learn the words. Yeah. Right? I, but I don't want to be the one to teach them. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. You know. So you said that you've been in, in radio for 30-something years. Oh, um, yeah. How did you initially get into that? Like, how did you start your your comedy mindset? Because like you said, you know, you've got to be always on. You've got to be prepared for really anything that gets thrown your way, which is obviously such a, a good skill to have for your YouTube content and for, you know, being a radio presenter. But how did you even develop that? Was that something that you naturally had or do you have some insight into how to develop I, that? I, I don't know. I would say I'm very encouraging. I live uh, with my mom, was raised by my mom uh, mostly since age six. She's been very encouraging to me. Uh, I don't want to liken myself to these uh, wonderful violin players that you hear uh, and, and, and say that I'm sort of some sort of savant, but it did come naturally to me. I've always just had that ability. Um, because that, that'd, be, that'd be like as, asking a, a concert pianist uh, you know, how he became such a good piano player, obviously, with a lot of practice. But you have to have some natural ability as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, don't, I don't think uh, as much as some people want to be comedians, some people just aren't and will never be. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. You just have to recognize that in yourself. And besides the fact that I really don't have any other skills. I really don't. My, I have two sisters. They're both doctors. So I didn't get the smarts. So I got, I got the, the smart ass. The smart ass, yeah. yeah. So was there any, like... Go ahead, Keith. They do say the best comedians are the ones that are not trying to be comedians. Yeah. Um, they're just, <laughs> yeah, right. They're yeah. just doing their thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just who they yeah. are. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And, like, in terms of your, you know, your YouTube videos, do you have a figure off the top of your head how many you've uploaded? Because I can't see that on my end. Oh, that's a good question. Hundreds. I think over a thousand, maybe. Over a thousand now. I think so. What's your favorite? Yeah. Which one? Which one do you go back and go? That was so much fun. You know, uh, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't. I don't have children. So, along with being entertaining for everyone else, my YouTube videos are really a legacy because the internet's forever, um, hopefully, anyway. And long after I'm gone, hopefully the people of the future will go back and they'll watch uh, these old wacky videos. But uh, one of my favorites that I really enjoyed to do was um, Minefield at Night. There's a sculpture in Tennessee, the largest metal sculpture. And there's one where I flew at night. Uh, it's one of the first ones I did. I've done a lot of videos about that place, but it's the one that's titled Minefield at Night uh, that I really enjoyed because the sculptor, the artist that made the sculpture, he's just such a talented, somewhat reclusive guy uh, named Billy Tripp. Super nice guy, but you know these artist type that are all just kind of inward? 
you know, and you can just look at an artist who's very talented and tell that they're talented. And he's he's kind of out there, but he's such a, a talented and super guy. And he, and he let me into his world, and uh, and I appreciate him doing that. He's yeah. he, he's sixty something years old, and he's climbing on stuff that's hundreds of feet high. I couldn't do it. Wow. I just admire him very much, and I enjoy making that video videos. Yeah. Well, your legacy is um, something you could seriously mess with the future by uh, backing up all your YouTube videos onto a hard drive and burying them in your backyard. Some <laughs> you'll find them in two or three hundred years. <laughs> Play them. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, along those lines, and I've I've said this before, but uh, I actually recorded a video of myself that will play in the event of my death. Right. You know, you hear about YouTubers, you hear about YouTubers all the time dying. You're like, oh yeah, that guy. I remember watching him. Well, if I die, um, I have uploaded and post dated a video of myself saying, if you're watching this, I'm dead. I won the lottery, or I'm in jail. <laughs> because yep. Yeah, and I have to update it again. I made it about. Yeah, just say, make sure you change the dates. Yes. So yeah. If I ever forget. But you know you can yeah. you can post date pretty far in the into the future. Yeah, uh, right. schedule a bit. You can schedule yeah. your video. That's freaky. You can keep changing it. Yeah. If, imagine so, if you predicted it though. Like that. That's insane. If you just put it as a random date and it actually was that right, date. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you're watching this, I'm dead on Wednesday, June. Yeah. 7th. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm surprised more people don't do that. Yeah. It's like post dating a check. Just post date a video if you care about your audience and you you care. You care enough about what you've done, then sure, put that in there in case yeah. something happens to you. You never know. That's hey guys, interesting. Dead. Appreciate you watching. Yeah. Don't know what's going to happen with the channel. There you go. You could even do like a video will, maybe. You give yeah. all of your success to the audience, basically. They take over right. the channel then. Wow. Yeah, well, I, I do have a contingency in, in place for that. Yeah, yeah. You could. Yeah. You could leave your username and password to someone. I have. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in terms of like the videos you've done, have you had any problematic stories? Like I know you've had a few like investigations come through and you know, there's a few few in here that I'm seeing on the, the most popular, but like what kind of problematic things have you had to face so far? Didn't you do a broadcast from um court recently? <laughs> uh, it wasn't recently, but yeah, I, I brought the camera into the courtroom after i got a speeding ticket oh that was a speeding ticket yeah, yeah i got a dash cam ticket. justice was it yeah and i wasn't speeding well okay i was speeding a little bit i wasn't speeding as much as he said i was speeding yeah but i was able to get out of it huh uh, that was a good effort getting the camera into the court yeah and you know i live in a small town so i did ask the judge even though legally you can just it's public place so you can bring cameras in any courtroom oh okay yeah right. in the united states but um i did ask him because i don't want to be in there in court you know go on you're on you know that guy. <laughs> on a selfie stick <laughs> right then i was mostly concerned about my fellow future inmates sitting among me like that's why yeah. i stood up hey you're gonna be on youtube that cool no okay i'll blur your face blur who wants to remember that day just yeah. me just you <laughs> <laughs> but no i've had some problems uh i've been investigated by the faa a couple times but they're you know 
people label the FAA as the enemy, they're really not. They're just kind of an overwhelmed agency mm. um, staffed by people that really don't understand our hobby. Yeah. And they're they're doing the best they can. They're, they're just working schlubs like every, everybody else. Mm. You know, they, people label the government as you know, the, any individual FAA agent is is not part of the Illuminati. They're just... <laughs> You know, they're they're Dave Jones. They've got uh, two and a half kids, a mortgage. They're just like you and I. Yeah. Only they yeah, have a government job. We have the, we have the same here in Australia with um, CASA, mm. uh, which is the authority on drones. Um, I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, I guess if uh, the population can't self-regulate, somebody's going to have to, because otherwise you have all sorts of issues with drones flying into landing aircraft and stuff like that. So somebody has to put some control in place. Um, but I mean, most of the time, the rules are pretty relaxed in terms of what you can and can't do. I mean, you know, there's no real massive restriction. Uh, yeah. And I think and the innovation people that... will innovation will always outpace legislation. So yeah. I'm so surprised that they're woefully in, uninformed about all the new things that are happening and new technologies. So mm -hmm. yeah. So, so you, are you guys are you guys registering drones at this point, or is that still not a thing in the U.S.? Because I go to Hawaii every year and take the drone with me over to Hawaii. And so I'm sort of up to date with where it was up until COVID shut us down and haven't, haven't been able to go back. Um, so there was talk at some stage about um, having to register drones in the US. Yeah, Is that a thing? Yeah, oh yeah, we're still registering the drone. Yeah. That's, that's just something you have to do as a hobbyist or as a professional. Yeah, yeah so they... Um, yeah, they're looking at doing that here, I think, next year um, for all drones. But I think the sub-250 category, which is the where the Mini fits in, um, will probably yeah. be excluded. Yeah, you know, everybody thinks, oh, the Mini's an outlaw drone. Well, no. People think that in the United States anyways, because the Mini, you don't have to register. So that great, that's $5. You save $5. Good for you. Mm. Good for yeah. you. You save $5. If you put an SD card in it, you put a sticker on it, <laughs> you have to register it because there it goes up to 251 grams. But the mini, even if you don't register it, still Ooh. has to follow all of the all of the rules. Still can't fly over 400 feet and all that other stuff. Yeah, I hadn't actually thought about that. Yeah, I hadn't actually thought about the SD card putting it over the limit. Yeah, I, I was kind of kidding with that, but I mean, but it's right on the edge. It's right on the edge, yeah. And um, uh, Japan actually has more stringent rules with the Mini about the weight. And the Mini that you can buy in Japan is significantly lighter than 249 grams. You know how they did it? They oh. cut the battery in half. What? So you get half the battery. Yeah, it's a lighter battery that they wow. use in the Japanese version. So well, is it half the flight time? Are we talking? It may not be exactly half, but it's a but different it's like, battery that they use. But yeah, the flight time's cut it's short. Significantly cut. Wow. Significantly, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Now you can have your sticker and your SD card. You're fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't have the sticker problem anymore <laughs> since uh, my my drone had to be replaced. Uh, I got it back. Um, we've got a problem here with our postal service. So it took about months to get a, a drone oh. fixed and repaired and sent back to me. It normally takes a couple of days, but... Um, DJI turned my drone around in 24 hours, which I was pretty happy with. But I've managed to fry the motherboard. Uh, so, oh. are you guys are you guys both in Australia? Yep. Yeah. 
Okay. Can you guys get Amazon there? Yep. I have a friend yeah, in Australia. Yeah. And he, okay, because he can't he can't get certain Amazon items. Oh, okay. Uh, I use I use it all the time because I use Amazon Prime. And so uh, I use Amazon because I get free postage on Prime, so I can get stuff from the US and not have to pay the postage. Because if I uh, if I get something like um, on eBay from the US, it'd be, I've been desperate to get SodaStream root beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love root beer, uh, and you can't buy the bloody stuff anywhere. Um, so if we go back to Hawaii, I'll go to Walmart and buy it, and then post it home to myself. Um, but yeah, if you buy it on eBay, it's something like $140 to post two Ooh. bottles. I know, so I just don't bother. Um, but on Amazon Prime, anything I order from the US, as long as it's over $50, is free postage. So it's, well, that's it's great. A good deal. Do you, so you like root beer, huh? I love root beer. <laughs> Do you, it's have you actually ever had, my favorite drink. Have you ever had birch beer? Have no, I don't think I have. Have you heard of birch beer? Not sure. No. I might have, do they do a root beer? It, it's it's kind of like a root beer, only sweeter, I think. Huh. It's, it's uh, something I used to get. It may be even regional here in the United States, but if you can get some, if, you, if you're a root beer fan, you will die and think <laughs> you went to heaven for for. Oh, it's a soft drink. It is. Yeah. It's just like root beer, only it's it's a different. It's root beer esque. Mm. Yeah, get you some if you can. Yeah, I, I grew up in England, and um, I don't know why in England, but McDonald's when I was growing up used to have post mix root beer. Oh, and I, so it's my two favorite things: is post mix and root beer. <laughs> so yeah, was it a decent root beer? Oh yeah, it was a decent route bit. Um, huh. But when when I go to Hawaii, it's it's quite interesting because you you forget the nuances and differences between uh, ourselves in America. And um, so when you order a drink in um, Hawaii, they bring it to your table, and if you don't put a coaster on the top of it and you sort of drink it, they'll just fill it up. <laughs> so, so I went to I went to lunch once and ended up like drinking about six root beers because every time I finished somebody would come along and woof put another one there. Fill it up. Is it true in the UK that they're stingy on the ice? If you order a soft drink, they don't put a lot of ice or none, no ice in there, or is that another country I'm thinking of? Yeah, I don't know. Normally they put lots of ice in so they to, the yeah. profit margin. Yeah, yeah, that's but, what they do here. Yeah, yeah, they use a lot less uh, syrup because it's all full of ice. <laughs> Welcome back to Root Beer Chat, everyone. Yeah, yeah sorry about that. We're, root Beer sort of digressed. And, and here we are today talking with Ken Heron about Root Beer. And so, <laughs> I should uh, change the title. Let's go, yeah, sure. Let's, let's drag it back to drones for a second. So yeah. are you, uh, is everything, I guess, administered from a federal level? You don't have differences in states, or do you? Oh, for in terms general, of your rules? Um, there are some local... I would say not statewide. I haven't noticed much that I've had to deal with. I think maybe Michigan has certain things that you have to do, but it's more town to town as far as the rules of where you can fly. And that's one of the things that sticks in my craw. That's an American <laughs> thing. Uh, but uh, it, which means it pisses me off when towns try to usurp federal law because the FAA are the stewards of the airspace and then you get like you know in a dipty dooville over here the the captain who just doesn't the mayor that doesn't like drones for some reason and they put up these no droning signs well uh, you can go f yourself there mayor because i'm 
I'm not beholden to you. I'm beholden to the FAA. So yeah, if the right. space yeah, we, your town is good, then I'm going to fly there. Yeah, we have a similar issue with local um, rules and regular guests against the federal rules. But yeah, I had a, a situation in Hawaii where I had a security guard tell me I couldn't fly. And I'm uh, looking at the FAA app going, yeah, I can. Yeah. Um, well, so I, I, I'd registered the drone, so I had my permit. So we just had the phone number of his office on the on the car. So my father-in-law just phoned the phone number and went, what are you doing? You know, we're in a an area where we're cleared to fly. We've got a permit. Can you get your security guard to back off? So two seconds later, his radio bleeped, and he just went, bye, <laughs> and disappeared. Yeah, these, these local authorities... They always have, if they don't, under, and most of them don't understand, nobody gets any training about where you can fly or what drones are about even. Uh, so it's all, it's all trespassing. It's all mm -hmm. blanket. Nope, can't do it. Well, no, you don't understand that we can do it. Sorry. Uh, and the thing is, I've tried to educate authorities. They're not open to it most of the time. Hmm. If you can Well, that's, that's because... Everyone that's got a drone is flying them up to people's windows and taking right. photos of people in their bedroom. Yeah. Everyone, that, they're all doing right. it. I mean, we've all we've all um, spied on the neighbor's daughter sunbathing, right? I mean, who <laughs> hasn't? That's the first thing I did. I was like, okay, good. I I got me a drone. I can't wait to to spy on Emily over here in her bikini. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. yeah, it's such a funny <laughs> stereotype, <laughs> isn't it? It's such a funny know, stereotype. Yeah, there must be some dark web website or something that has all these videos on because I don't think. I seriously don't think I've ever seen, I think, I, no, I saw one video uh, where somebody was on a beach and decided to zoom in on somebody with a bikini on and everybody went, yeah, don't do that. Um, but I don't know other than that, whether I've ever seen any video of using drone as a spy camera. No. I'm, uh, I've seen loads of yeah, landscapes. I've seen loads of trees. I've seen loads of flying over water. I mean, I don't think that's a priority for people Yes, excellent. Uh, yes. I like that. <laughs> Just fine. I love that. That's fine. That's really cool. I'm making these available. Uh, nice. I'll send you a link if you want. But, yeah, uh, they're cool. yeah, in your store. The, the thing is, with, with these people that say stuff like, you're spying on Oh, the they are in your store. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I just yeah. I say they, they, they're there. They're in your store. You put it on Amazon. You're spying on You put it on Amazon so I don't need to pay the postage. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll put I'll put that on there. <laughs> I'll I'll do that. But uh, anybody that says you're spying on me, you're spying on my daughter, you're, you know, then you just say to them, you say, oh, well, that's not how I think. That's how you think, you creeper. Mm. You know, because you have to wonder yeah. about that person who who straight away goes to the, uh, I'm 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 spying on on your kid or whatever. You got to wonder about that person. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that until you said it. You doodle, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I think the weirdest thing I've heard, like in in my area, was there was a guy actually going around, <clears throat> getting some like quite nice photos actually of um, some properties along the water, and he was abiding by the rules and everything. He was at thirty meters, um, you know, flying along the water, getting some nice photos, and then he was printing them out and then going to the houses and trying to sell photos of those houses to people. Um, but one of like the family friends we had was telling us that you know she would sunbathe naked quite regularly and felt like that was a bit kind of full on. She had no idea that this guy was doing it, so she I think got the police involved at some point. But 
that's probably like the weirdest thing I've heard so far. But, you know, it was kind of this gray area because he was following the rules. So the last I heard, they couldn't actually do much about it because he was away from the house. He was 30 meters away. And yeah. it's a yeah, weird kind of area. Not... But besides people like that, yeah. you know, I don't, I'm, that's the only story I've ever heard of someone being really creepy. If you live, if you're alive in the year 2020 and you have a distorted expectation of privacy, that's on you. Yeah. Uh, I would not, you know, I live in a small town. Uh, there's no cameras that I know of near my house, but I wouldn't lay out in my yard naked. Yeah. <laughs> well, for, t- for two reasons. One, I don't want all the marriage proposals. Yeah, me. exactly. <laughs> and two, b- because you never know, there could be some security camera, somebody's window and then, or, 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 or uh, the, the satellite could be going over at that time, uh, updating the, the Google maps. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then there I am out of my lawn blurred out of course but that's some schmuck's uh uh job to blur out all, all the junk that they accidentally <laughs> right? what a job <laughs> hey what a job yeah how but, do you get into yeah. that kind of career that's an interesting one right there i think that might be intern's work at google this is like intern yeah intern. Google. here's blurring the blurring tool I like, I like the easter eggs on google uh where people know that the google trucks around mm. and we do crazy shit Mm. And yeah, then uh, you can find them. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. People in fancy dress standing on corners or something. There's somebody beheading, somebody mock beheading or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. And, and you just you go to the zoo, uh, Google coordinates and find all these different places with people doing crazy things. I love that shit. Mm. How often do they how often do they update the how how often does that Google Ugh. mapping car have to drive around and update stuff? I wanna say uh, five it must be years. relatively yeah, it must be relatively recent because um, I built a new shed on our property here um, 18 months ago, and it was on Google You're in Earth outer space, but you can't recently. see the shed. Yeah, you can't there see was a guy Well, now that they, uh, there was they're a getting all this footage from these drone owners that are flying around taking videos of people's property and sunbathing. Yeah. They're yeah. giving it all to Google. There was a guy who mowed a he mowed a penis into his lawn because he knew the Google satellite was about. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, oh, it's quite creative though, really. Yeah, I would do it if I had a big enough lawn. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh wow! So Ken, like in terms of you know some of your wacky ideas for videos, you, we've kind of alluded to the fact that you have quite a like switched on comedy mindset, and you obviously want to push the boundaries and do something unique. But do you have other people that you kind of present ideas to and flesh them out? Or are a lot of them just you coming up with it on the spot and then just doing it? Like, how does yeah, the process who, look? Who, says, yeah, who I, is it you've got that's in your ear going, no, Ken, no. Yeah, Ken, don't, don't do that. <laughs> there, there really should be more voices of reason for me. Uh, but, and I know you can hear that train. Can you hear the train? Very often in my live streams, you can see it, hear the train go by. Let me turn down the gate. Now you can hear it. Oh, yeah. Turn the gate back up. Uh, you know what a gate is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, there we go. All right. Anyway, uh, no, I I collaborate with uh, my buddy Kelly. He was my morning show partner. And Ashley, um, we, we all did a morning show together, so we're all of the same mindset. I'll run ideas by them. But most of all, you know, I'm just – driving in my car and go, ooh, you know. Uh, I was on my way to Memphis just yesterday to film the video I just posted an hour ago. 
about the projector. Mm. And I was going to do something completely different. But on my way there, I thought, oh, you know what? That's a light little projector. What if I put it on the drone? And it turned out so much better. Mm. And then the usually I'll call people up to help me because there's not a lot of people in this town that want to help me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if I explain some of these ideas to people, usually they'll trust me because most of the time it'll work out in the end. I, I um, kind of storyboard in my head. I've always been pretty good at that. And it's hard to explain to other people what I'm thinking. So they mostly just trust me to, okay, it'll all work out in the end. Okay, what are we doing here? Oh, we're flapping our wings for no reason. All right, yeah, okay. <laughs> Go with yeah, it. Or whatever, you know. All right, yeah. stand on your foot for 30 seconds. I'm going to film you upside down with a special lens. Sure, Ken, whatever, I trust you. <laughs> you know, like anything. So, yeah. I, but, you know, I, it's, I, I like to cleverly disguise information uh, mm. with comedy. So it's it's a uh, infotainment. I you know I always try to get some good information in there, something for people. And I I like to make my videos evergreen, which is why I don't do a lot of product videos. Yeah. Because like I said, yeah. one day I'm gonna be hopefully if I make it to be even older than old now. You know, like old old. I'm old, but you know, old old. Right. Uh, but uh, one day I'll watch all these videos back, and I don't want to watch me going, "Hey, here's the here's the GoPro four or whatever." I don't want to hear myself talking about yeah. that because that's boring. Yeah. And that's nobody's going to go back on my channel and watch a video about me doing a project that came out two years ago, even if it is somewhat entertaining. But most of my videos, you can go back, and no matter what I'm talking about, whether it be four or five years ago, it's it's entertaining and. I also like to make my videos appealing to people who may not necessarily be into drones and photography, mm. which yep. is why I'm so yep. surprised how many people tend to watch the the live stream on Thursdays um, who aren't yeah. even drones at all. You know, like I get people's wives and girlfriends watching; they enjoy it. So you can capture a broader audience that way mm. if you don't make it specific to that drone. For example, yeah, the one, what happens if you shoot a drone? doesn't matter what drone you've got. You're going to want to see that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And that's why I didn't name my channel the, the Droney Drone Channel. I just <laughs> named it my name. Because one day, I, you know, one day drones won't be new anymore, you know? Mm. And, you know, that'd be like name my channel like the Toaster Channel. Okay. Oh, wow. Toaster. Everybody has a toaster. Everybody's had toasters forever. One day, Toaster. Yep. Drones will be as innocuous as toasters. Is what yeah, I'm saying. you'll be using a drone to toast your yeah. bread. Right, but not to knock people that name their channel. Yeah. With no, I'm, I'm actually thinking of starting a channel on the shit my wife buys. That would be a great name of the channel, Shit My Wife Buys. Yeah. I would subscribe yeah. to that. I would subscribe yeah. to Shit My Wife Buys. That's a really she, good um, name. With, yeah, with one, night, one night whilst having a couple of drinks and being rather bored, and sitting on um, Kickstarter, we ended up with this beautiful, about this big, squatting dog. Right. This golden and glittery, glittery golden dog having a shit. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. What, now, was, was the shit glittery or, or was it just the dog? The dog was just squatting. And I'm like, why have we got this? So our latest edition... <laughs> A latest edition is a skeleton goat that screams when you walk past it. Wow. <laughs> well, Halloween's coming up. 
Hey, have they canceled? Have they canceled trick or treating in your country? Probably because everyone's in lockdown and it's curfewed. We have a curfew at the moment in Melbourne. Over there, is it like in different of Australia? Is it different? No, so Victoria is the worst of our states, um, and we're getting better. So on a 14-day average, we're now below 30 new cases okay. over 40 days. So um, they'll probably start relaxing. I think it's an announcement um, this morning from our Premier saying they're going to relax it a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Melbourne has been in lockdown for the last uh, couple of months. Um, so they've had – you can't go more than 5K from your house, and um, you can't go out – I think it's after 9 p.m. until 6 p.m. in the uh, 6 a.m. in the morning. Although a few people have decided to push the envelope a little bit. Somebody travelled 300 kilometres to buy a Big Mac. Um, so there's, there's always a few that will <laughs> skitter around. But yeah, we uh, I think we're down to in terms of Australia about 25 new cases, 30 new cases. And mm. um, so yeah, we're pretty much at the end of our second round of. COVID. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's affecting everybody so much. I, I have a friend named Doris who will be 103 in January. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, and uh, poor thing, she's, you know, trapped in her old people home. They won't even let her go out, you know. And uh, she's she's lucky. She's, she still has her mind at 103. She's my grandmother's old friend, and that's how I know her. Mm. I've known her my whole life, but I uh, just talked to her today, in fact. But she's bored. I, I called her, and she doesn't even say hi. She goes, <laughs> Kenny, I'm bored off my ass. <laughs> Get her on a video. And you, Yeah, she is. She is. I had her flying a drone. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I filmed her a couple of years ago when she was only 101. Only. And That's fantastic. That's still so driving her car, which was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. That was terrifying. That would have been terrifying, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah well, COVID messed everybody up. So, like... Yeah, I got, I got um, my mother-in-law's in Massachusetts. Um, so, yeah, she was sort of in the brunt of it for a little while. Um, so, I think that's sort of calmed down a little bit. And I've got other family in Arizona. And they, they were hit pretty hard at one stage. Seems to be are sort they, of going around, doesn't it? Are they letting uh, Americans in uh, Australia? They're not letting in. Us no, not letting anyone. No, in. there's a ban on cans. Ban on cans in Australia. <laughs> Damn. I plan on coming yeah. to Australia one day. Do you know where you'd want to go? Um, probably Sydney. Yeah. Just because a buddy's gonna let me crash on his couch, I think. Nice. And after a ten thousand dollar plane ride, I need that. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Look, Sydney's great if you don't like coffee. I don't like coffee. <laughs> great. No, perfect. Then. Yeah, not a, not a fan. In fact, I never had it. Really? You'd need you need to head to Melbourne for coffee yeah, and sport yeah. and culture. Oh, all that? Nah, I'm not, not a fan of yeah, sport either. A... <laughs> no. No. Do you say math or do you say maths? I say math. Math, yeah. You say math? Okay. It's the, you... the English that say maths. Right. Like there's more than one. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, Sydney would be, it'd be, it'd be a fun fun place to go, I think. What time is it in, in your part? How many time zones are there in Australia? Good question. Yeah. And what are you guys in the same time zone? 
yeah. I don't know. What time 12, is it there? Twelve forty-six p.m. Yes, yes, we are. Okay. So we're we're sort of we're vertical. So I'm at the bottom, and Dan's at the top, ish. Okay. Sort of. Right. Um, but then as you go uh, west, the time zones change. So Ad Adelaide is, I think, half an hour different from us, and then Perth, which is right across from the very far side, I think that's three or four hours, no, three hours different from us. So we do have different time zones. I've always wanted to, uh, to drive in a country that drove on the left side of the road, hmm. but the more I think about it, the more I think I might die if I tried to Try drive. it, do it in America, just drive on the left yeah. side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll just try it. It's just an experiment, right? Just yeah. do it while COVID's on and the roads are you know, pretty empty. Just yeah, I'll just one try it just... in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, officer. No, I was just pretending I was in Australia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I get breathless. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Get, get, get an Australian driving license. should be fine. Yeah. I, I, Somebody I worked in... The other, like, United States just come over there and drive, or do we need to do a thing? Uh, is we it use a different our one? United States driver's license? Yeah, you can actually. Yeah, they'd have to yeah, do you anything can. else. Okay. No, no, no. That's kind um, of terrifying, only, really. You, Isn't it? Yeah, you can only, That's what I'm saying. Like, do an hour of practice. Yeah, come, <laughs> like, at least they just take you on the road and say, like, hey, you're driving on this side, not that side. Right, like, that's the basic. Rental place. There you go. Here's your keys. Remember, left side. Okay, see you later. Yeah. You want the extra insurance? No? All right. No, bye. Perfect. <laughs> you, can, you can only do it for a certain amount of time. I think you get three months or something with a direct transfer license but all our tourist areas in victoria um all have signs up saying drive on the left because yeah. people forget <laughs> yeah so the steering wheels on the right you're going to remember yeah, yeah. I remember but there are a lot just of just get a foreign driving license i i worked in uh, moscow for 12 months and i had a russian driving license and when i went back to the uk i got stopped on the freeway for speeding so I just handed them my Russian driving license and told them I couldn't speak English. <laughs> and in the end, they just told me to go away. <laughs> so it's like, excellent. That's so, so funny. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get there one day. I'll yeah, that'd be day. cool, man. So Ken, like you, you know, we spoke a little bit about some of these interesting video ideas. And I guess I'm wondering, like, have there been any videos that you just haven't been able to do? Something that you you had a concept for or someone was like, man, we should do this. And it was just too much. Have you had to actually scrap some video concepts? Yeah, not that I can, none that I can really remember, because I tend to try to forget them. Yeah, I'm not too terribly in love with any of them unless I make them. But uh, um, I mean, there's been stuff that I wanted to do that would just cost too much money, or I didn't have eleven people to help me pull it off. Yeah, you know things like that. I. I I tend to get ideas that are a little bit too grandiose for my means to get yeah. them done. Yeah. You know, one one day I one day I hope to have a crew, but yeah. And also one thing that I found that interesting, I you, you know, you you recognize that with drones as well, like they are relatively fresh and exciting right now, but there will be a, a point where they kind of just stagnate a little bit and the interest won't be there. So you know, for your channel, like how how do you know when to make that move? Then, like, have you started making other? Obviously, you do the live streams and you do some other kind of different content. But have you thought about diversifying a little more, or is the drone space still exciting for you? That's that's a great question. Um, I've been doing drone stuff since 2011, 2012. So for me, it is kind of you know, it is hard to 
you know, I've done every, I've filmed everything within, within a five hour drive of where I am um, <laughs> and beyond. Um, so then that's the thing for creators. You have to remember that even though something may be old hat for you, there's so many other people just getting into it now, which is why once in a while I'll put out a video for newbies and things like that and, and you know, how to stuff. But beyond that, um, you know, one day it'll happen, which is why the, the channel name is Ken Heron. I think, I think some of my, uh, the videos that I really enjoy doing is to get out and meet new people, which is a little hard with the COVID stuff, but, uh, I'd like to just get in the car and grab my little co-pilot dog and, and head out and drive a car around the country and meet people, which is what I'm going to do by going down Route 66 mm. next month. I'm planning on yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. Yeah. So I'm just going to start in Chicago and end up in Santa Monica. That's the plan anyway, yeah. if the car holds yeah. together. And, you know, but um, I have a couple other channels. Um, there's side B that I have. There's a channel called side B mm -hmm. where there's, uh, I have an animator friend who takes old radio prank calls that I did and creates animations for them. Nice. There's little short little videos. Um, here lately I've been doing old guy reacts to new music type videos. So yeah, I, that's cool. I did one, you know, and People are saying I'm not old enough to be the old guy yet, but I got the gray hair, so I might as well use it. <laughs> and then uh, I started a ghost hunting channel called Well Lit Paranormal. Yeah, I can see that here. Ghost hunting, yeah. did you say? Ghost hunting, yes. Interesting. Now, I don't believe in ghosts, and the reason for that is because there's no such thing as ghosts. But my cohort, uh, Ashley, totally believes in ghosts, which is a great dynamic because... If we go into a place, and we just started, we go into a place, she's all like, oh, did you see that? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I'm debunking it as we go on the fly, and he's hearing stuff. Oh, we got to get an EVP. Oh, yeah, you know, so. Uh, That's a cool dynamic. Idea, yeah, and, and the idea behind well-lit paranormal is to go into all the same places, scary locations that every ghost hunter show you've ever seen goes but go in the daytime. Go with l l big lights. Yeah. Because if the ghosts don't know they're dead, they're not going to know the lights are on, right? <laughs> yeah. And if you want to see a ghost, you're going to need light. That's how cameras work. Yeah, yeah. So why why go at 2 in the morning when it's totally dark and you got this shitty green camera, this night vision camera you can't see anything with? Light it up. Yeah. That's the idea. That's okay. cool. And also, like, it would change the, the perception as well, because you're seeing a well-lit place that probably isn't as terrifying as what it would be at two in the morning with no lights. Right. It's a oh, less scary... Is dark, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it's a less scary ghost show. Yeah, and that's cool. still, if ghosts aren't nocturnal, which they're not because, you know, they don't exist, then, <laughs> you know, they're, they're not going to mind if the lights are on. It would be the same thing. Yeah. But if they did exist, you're right, they're not just going to exist at night, are they? They're going to... Right. All these all these ghost hunter shows where you, you'll see one. All right, you're going to go in that room alone. Oh, no, I don't want to go in that room alone. It's the most haunted room in this whole hotel. Oh, I don't want to go in there. No, put me in there. Put me yeah. in there. I'm going to have my flashlight, but put me in the most haunted room. It's all bullshit. Is, I am the that, statistic. I, I throw it that, out there to the world 
uh, scare me. You know what I mean? I don't like to be startled like the next guy, and I can creep myself out in scary locations. But if you're telling me that the abandoned brewery that's got like shadow man that pops out every <laughs> once in a while and eyeballs that peer out from every window, put me in there. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's that whole cookie cutter <laughs> horror show thing. Yeah. I've lost track of the number of times I've seen somebody going down the stairs of a dark basement. I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> let's oh, yeah. see what's down in the dark basement. No, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> turn, turn the lights on. Yeah, turn the lights yeah. on. Yeah, and it's always oh, the lights never. The lights never work, do they? No, They're no. Right, they flicker. The ghosts are not like roaches. They're not going to scatter when you turn the lights on. <laughs> and don't ghosts feed on energy? Right. <laughs> Give them plenty of energy and let them suck up the power. You know the funny <laughs> the thing is all the time. Uh, Ashley, Ashley is always seeing orbs everywhere. Oh, orbs! So Dust. It- if if Ashley believes in in ghosts, then does she get terrified when you go to these locations? I haven't seen the videos yet. We did one. We went to right. the Brushy Prison. Um, and we we went during the day, so there's tourists there and everything. Oh, right. It's still scary, but we're we're gonna try to find a location that's not open to the public uh, during yeah, the day, cool. or we or we'll go at night, but with flashlights. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter. But yes, she she gets terrified. She totally believes in it. <laughs> To subscribe to that. Can't wait to see the next one. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Thanks, man. So we we need to rename this video "Talking to Ken about Ghosts and Root Beer." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I heard that ghosts uh, really like root beer. Yeah, they do. Yeah, apparently so. That's the energy they they get, right? They harness it from the the beer element of it. That it's mostly the root. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that knows we, anything about ghosts know that. Yeah. Yeah, we have something similar here. Everybody thinks that root beer is actually sarsaparilla. And I'm like, you heard? No, it's not. Oh, no. I don't like sarsaparilla. Don't like sarsaparilla at all. I'm not I a fan. Have you had that, Ken? I don't I don't think I know what that is. I've heard of it. It's like a fashion <laughs> drink, isn't it? Like yeah. licorice almost. Would you describe it as, Keith? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah not oh, very. yeah. Okay. But I, I have a weird taste for an Australian. I mean, I love Dr. Pepper, and I, I love cherry Dr. Pepper and cherry Coke and all that sort of stuff. Birch so beer, my friend. Birch beer. Get you some. Yeah. I'll order some from the U.S. and pay $200 postage. I'll, I'll have to check um, Amazon, see if they got any on there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what? Uh, you know what I ordered about a month ago from Amazon? Uh, Tim Tams. Yeah. Tim Tams. <laughs> Love them. Nice. You know, am I saying it right? Yeah. Tim, yeah. Tim yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. Those things. Did you just get like the, oh, the the basic ones? Because we've got so many different flavors here. It's oh, there's crazy. so many different ones. I think I got one that was chocolate and coffee. Oh, right. Yeah. There's there's heaps now. They really sort of diverged their product lines. You get black cherry and you know white chocolate and all that sort of stuff. But we I, I was at Comic Con last year and uh, one of the celebrities come over. And he, he was doing a pre-Comic-Con interview and he just mentioned how stoked he was to be in Australia because he can have Tim Tam. So um went to have a photo taken because we had photos taken with all the stars. And on his desk was this pillar of Tim Tam. So everybody that went to the event was taking Tim Tams for him. And he had this little mountain, looked like a massive Jenga game of, of Tim Tam. I, I don't understand how Tim Tams aren't over here as well. Like. Just on the shelves. I don't understand that. Oh, you don't drink coffee, though, Ken. 
Oh, did they go with coffee? Is that? Oh, you you're missing that. Well, you could do. Do you like hot chocolate? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what you do is you you bite the end, mm. like take off about that much of the end of both right. ends, yeah. and then you suck it like a straw through the tin tam. Really? It's amazing. Yeah, like a straw. That's how you eat a tin tam. Yeah. It's 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 structurally sound enough to do that through. Yeah. The- yeah. 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 Yeah, and especially if it's a hot yeah. beverage as well, then like after you've sucked it through, it kind of gets gooey, and then it's even better. Then, yeah, oh my god, a... good so... thing you guys have free national health care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so take, take take that from the home of Tim Tams. That's how you eat the Tim Tams. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but one thing I'll tell you, you guys can have your Vegemite. You can just uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Do you guys both like t- uh, Vegemite? It's all right. No, uh, no. I, I'm English, Ken. So you like I, I think Vegemite. I think Vegemite should be in the um, hardware store on the tile <laughs> section. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just spread it on the back of a tile. Oh yeah. It on the wall. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That they could smear that on the bottom of the space shuttle would keep it from burning up and reentry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. They should do that. Yeah. No, not a fan. Um, I'm a marmite. I'm a marmite person. But uh, Australians do love their Vegemite. They do, yeah. don't they? <laughs> you have some. Well, if you, you, you could get some right now. Right now, you could get. You have within your reach. You could get some within thirty seconds, couldn't you? No, I don't. Do you? No, keep? I don't know. That I, in the house? I, no. I could go and get you. I could go and get you four jars of marmite. <laughs> Jars, to smear on your Tim Tam? Oh, no. Hey, are you guys into FPV at all? I'm yeah, really... we actually um, we did a session on FPV a couple of Zooms ago, Okay, um, which was really cool. What have you got? I just got this little guy today. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, this is a, a, a Beta FPV 85X uh, digital. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it just came out, and um, I haven't Have you flown, flown it yet. Yeah. No, I'm going to fly this tomorrow. It looks a little tall, though. Looks right. Like it does, doesn't it? But it's mostly this plastic stuff. It's a funny-looking thing. It is funny, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah. poke someone's eye out with it. Unique, that. yeah, for sure. But uh, I love FPV. I love flying five inches. Uh, not a huge fan of the tiny whoops, Yeah. but uh, the, the five inches, I just I love FPV. What got you into FPV? Because it's like is it the kind of entry barrier to entry. It's quite expensive, isn't it, to learn everything and to and to uh, it, it, pay for parts. Yeah, it's it's time. I'm I'm lucky um, that I have companies that will send me these things. But as far as the time investment to learn, yeah, it took took me a while. Uh, I really admired seeing like the Mister Steels and the Nurks. Mm. And there's OEFPV people out there doing all this flying down buildings and everything. And so I endeavored to do that myself. And now I can. I can't. You know, I can't. I'm not a Mr. Steel, but I can fly the thing in acro mode without crashing. Yeah. But I love it. It's such a rush. It's the closest thing you'll ever get to flying like an actual bird. Yeah, right. Do you ever get sent stuff that is just complete rubbish? Or is it normally quite good quality? Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! I've got, I've got a pile of stuff in there that I don't know what I'm going to do with. 
giveaways. Just some stuff. I, I was I was watching a YouTube video the other day that had me absolutely cracked up. Um, some guy went and bought every drone on uh, Wish. Oh. <laughs> and there were some absolute shockers. Most of them weren't fly. One of them caught flyer. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's terrible. It, it actually melted. It actually melted the body of the drone. There was a drone and, that was sent to me that was shaped like an oil filter. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was the worst drone that I've ever seen. <laughs> and uh, what I did with it was I smashed it to pieces and then flushed it down the toilet in the video. There you go. Didn't you blow, didn't you blow one of them up? I, I tried to light one on fire. I wanted to see if a drone would fly while it was on fire. <laughs> that didn't work out so well. I gotta try that again. Yeah. But the camera, the camera lived, but the drone just. That's impressive. Away. Yeah, but this company that sent me this drone that's terrible. I made that video and they contacted me and they they said, uh, and I'm not going to use the broken English that they use, but they basically asked me to take the video down and they would send me another one because I might have gotten a bad one. Right. And I said, well, I'm not going to take the video down, but you guys do what you want. And a couple weeks later, I got another one. <laughs> That's so rude. Uh, just as bad? I just, I, I gave it to someone. I gave it to some kid. I said, look, this might fly. It might not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, these, these ones from Wish were hysterical because he'd like pair them up to the phone or whatever. Um, hit fly and it just goes smack went to the ceiling or fly off onto the wall or so I don't know any of them actually flew more than about 10 meters I would say any drone that doesn't come with a controller that you fly with your phone is usually crap yeah Um, they uh, can't spend the the money to make a controller then then you know then how much research and development went into the drone itself yeah not much Garbage. So, so if, if if you could choose any drone that's out there, why would you pick the Mavic Mini? <laughs> why? Loaded question. <laughs> oh, do, have you had bad luck with the Mavic Mini? No, other than my motherboard trying, I love my Mavic Mini. It's a great. I've got the um, the Mavic Two, and I use the Mavic Mini as my go-to because it's just so easy. How, how did you you fried a board in the Mavic Mini? Yeah. How did you do that? No idea. Turned it on, on and... fire. Oh. No, t- turned oh. it on and there was a uh, IMU error and a gimbal error and a something else error. Literally everything was red, 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 red. So mm-hmm. I just sent it back to DJI and they sent me a new one. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, sure, you're going to get a... But I have seen the trend happening, actually. On our page, we've had three this week. Yeah, I this saw that, actually. Fried motherboard. Yeah, I saw that. Well, yeah. DJI actually has yeah. different manufacturing yeah. locations. Yeah. So you, I did get, think that you, you'll get, get different quality. We've got echo, have we? Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of an echo. Yeah, but you'll you'll get the. Uh, that was true when the Phantom Fours came out. You can tell in the Phantom Fours which which factory made it because one Phantom would have the little pads on the bottom. One of them had a line through it. And one of them didn't, so they were made in two different factories, and that's how you could tell the difference. But I love the Mavic Mini. Yeah, I love the Mavic Mini. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great drone for sure. That's yeah, because like the whole uh, Mavic Mini Australia page, which is kind of what has made this uh, live Q and A uh, possible, 
yeah, it's it's amazing. Like some of the stories we've had from people, people just have fallen in love with the the Mavic Mini. Hey, it's such oh, it's a, a great entry level drone. You know, um, people get interested in drones. Maybe if they don't know enough information, the first thing they do is they'll go down to their Walmart. Uh, you guys don't have Walmart, but you no. know what you know what Walmart is. They'll go to a their local variety store and just get one off the toy shelf. Yeah, uh, and then they're disappointed with it. And a lot of them don't continue after that. They're like, ah, drones suck. Well, but you're judging the wrong drone. Get you, you know, mm. spend more than thirty dollars on a drone, and you'll be happy with it. Like the the Mavic Mini is the perfect little entry drone. It's got everything that a beginner would want, and not a lot of extra stuff that's going to confuse newbies. Mm. It's got GPS. Oh, it's just a wonderful little drone. I love it. It is. It is. So besides, yeah. the, obviously, the powerhouse of DJI with, uh, you know, the, the monopoly on the drone space, uh, have you tested any other drones in that kind of medium to high-end range that you do really like? Like, are there companies that you think have potential to compete with DJI? Sure, and, and I hope that the DJI has some competition because that breeds innovation, yeah. certainly. You don't want them to rest on their laurels. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Autel is giving them a run for their money. Um, there's a lot of little uh, boutique companies, a couple that I boutique. have tested drones for, to to my dismay. And uh, aren't, uh, aren't Autel American? No. Where are they oh, from? I thought they were U.S. No, uh, Autel is uh, Autel's parent company is a Chinese company. Oh, okay. A lot of people don't realize that. And Autel goes to great lengths to make Americans believe that they're an American company. But they are not. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I drive the point home? <laughs> they're not. <laughs> oh. But, uh, you know, they're as, they're as American as you would like to believe they are. Yeah, yeah. right. The Skydio 2, that's American, isn't it? Have you tested that? No. What are your thoughts on that? You're leaving. You're not a fan. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm a fan of Skydio. In fact, I'm a fan of the Skydio company. Yeah. Um, they are American, of course. It's made with uh, foreign components, mm-hmm. naturally, like anything would be. It's assembled in the United States. Uh, Skydio. Yeah, I, I have nothing. I have nothing against Skydio. Uh, the reason why I was rolling off is I thought you were going to talk about. I borrowed. Skydio from a buddy in New Zealand. Oh right. He said, you know, yeah, he um I forget how he sent it all the way to me. Wow. Before wait. Yes, that's that's what he did. I got it before he did somehow. Before he flew did you it. Did you yeah. blow it up? Well, <laughs> it 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 uh I made a video where it was following my motorcycle and I turned a corner and it didn't see a little teeny wire. Oh, and it crashed, and it was total. But, All right. Um, and this was just about when COVID started, so you know everything was slow. But we managed to talk to Skydio, and they did replace it. So, so that's good. And that's, I, I got to be honest, I, I, I'm not sure they would have replaced it if, if, <laughs> if I wasn't a powerhouse YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they, if and if if I didn't have a YouTube channel my size, that they might not have replaced it. Yeah, but that's wow. cool. You know, I I don't have anything against them. Uh, it's a great little drone. It's, in my opinion, it's not necessarily 
a good tool for doing stuff manually, like the controller is a little hinky. It's a yeah. little bit like yeah. if you want to take it on a real estate job and do it manually, you know, for instance, it won't, it starts recording when you take off automatically. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you can change some of the preferences, but um, it won't <laughs> let you fly uh, at night. It won't let you fly in, in dark conditions. They, they may have updated. I don't know. I haven't played with one in a while, but. Yeah, just a few limitations. It, just a few limitations, I, I, but it's so well I, made. I mean, you, it's such a well-made drone. You could not only uh, uh, use it to follow yourself around, but you could bludgeon someone to death with it. That's how wow. good it is. It's go. a well-made. You could dent someone's skull in with it. I um just I just YouTubed it and <laughs> came oh, to Scardio No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, yeah. And, and there's there's your uh, video on the front front page. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it crashed. It, <laughs> it crashed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people say, "Oh, you crashed his drone." No, it crashed itself. It was flying itself, so it crashed itself. Yeah, What's exactly. You know what I mean? I'm a victim. I'm yeah, a victim. you are. It's all on the algorithm, really. Crash. Let's take the algorithm to court. Yeah, Scotty, you crashed yourself. You go ahead, man. So, how many drones have you crashed? Oh, <laughs> um, not a lot lately. That's right. And yeah. My drone, by drones, you're, I'm talking about camera drones. Um, I've crashed the hell out of some FPV quads. Yes, well, of course. You've got it, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, in fact, here's my GoPro that was atop uh, one of the 6S ones that I had. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Now, that isn't just the glass. This hit so hard that it cracked the frame. It, oh, yeah. It, the camera's it it cracked the SD card. That's how hard it hit. Wow! What did you yeah. hit? I hit a post in a bando, an abandoned building, hard right. with a six S at full throttle. It was bad. Yeah, yeah, it looks bad. Yeah, that happened about a month or two ago. It's still in the process of being rebuilt. But, and you know how rare those uh, Hero Session fives are. Yeah, I honestly. I cannot yeah. believe that GoPro discontinued the session. It makes no sense Neither. to me. I yeah, just, they've I... just launched the nine, and I thought they were going to actually bring out a new session, but they've just launched the the Hero Nine Black. Yeah. And there's there's companies making fake sessions, yeah. like session size that will fit in all of the FPV quads holders, but it's not. They're not. The they've same. lost the whole market. Though it's it's honestly it makes no sense why they would discontinue it. They they should look. At eBay, there's people buying them on. on I know, eBay. yeah. There's a whole black market for it. Yeah, well, the thing that you have to look for when you when you're buying a session is the battery, right? Because at this point, people are selling sessions that may look okay, but the battery won't hold the charge. And then there's people that are so desperate for those that they're breaking them open and trying to replace the battery themselves. Mm. They should, yeah, GoPro needs them. Uh, they, they got an integral battery, have they? Yeah, internal yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. And that was something that I found interesting with the the Hero Eight actually, because they made it so you couldn't remove the lens. So if you were to crash or damage it, you'd have to send it straight back to GoPro. And then obviously they learned, or people told them that they didn't want that. And now with the Nine, you can remove the lens and swap the lens cover out. But again, oh, another good. really weird move. Like it's meant to be an action camera. You know, <laughs> it's yeah, gonna get hit. 
they've got a habit of doing weird stuff from a consumer side on the um hero eight and the nine as well there's the media mod if you yeah. want hdmi output which used to be part of the you know core gopro is now you have to put the media mod on and and then you can't get the battery out so if you want to switch battery you have to take the media mod back oh. off again <laughs> to be able to get the battery bay and i'm just like why would you do that yeah, yeah somebody's giving gopro some bad advice yeah uh, yeah <laughs> karma <laughs> karma yeah uh, that's a lot of karma that's <laughs> <laughs> so, so bad you know why yeah. the you know why the karma existed right to compete uh, with dji here's a fun little story Woo! uh yes pretty much to compete with with dji there was a point where uh DJ, dji and gopro were in love oh. they were in love and and they they uh, made their zen muse uh gimbals to hold gopro cameras and all was good and well in the world but uh they they had a falling out and then and then uh dji said well we're gonna make our own cameras and gopro said well fine you know i'm gonna take my records and go home you know <laughs> so they broke up and then and then um dji started getting really successful they made their own cameras and the cameras were good and so of course somebody had some heartbroken person at GoPro said, well, we're going to make our own drone. Yeah. And the rest is history. Yep. <laughs> you guys stick to cameras. Yeah. Well, they learned that the hard way, for sure. Yeah. They had to close like a whole department and their stocks went down. Yeah, it was it was bad for them. <laughs> really and it was bad. all because the battery didn't latch well. Yeah. It's crazy, man, because I remember when they announced that as well. Like, I was really excited to... I was looking into the camera and I was waiting for some videos to consider whether that was going to be my first, like, I guess, high-end drone, like medium consumer drone, something I'd put a decent amount of money into. And then I remember DJI dropped the Mavic. I think it was like two weeks after that. And, well, they announced it two weeks after that. And obviously the the negative karma reviews came from and then it was just history from then. But yeah, it was, a, I was close. It's been an arms race. And, you know, but there's such a technological difference from a GoPro Karma to say the Mavic Air 2. It's so different in such a short amount of time. Mm. I think we're reaching saturation point now yes. and the only thing that's going to make a quantum leap now would be battery technology because you know they can say oh yeah I'm recording an 8K. Wow 8K 8K. Do you have an 8K monitor? No. Do you have a <laughs> computer that can edit 8K? No. no. You know Exactly. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. People are checking. I mean, that's yeah. This is the whole argument over the 4K. Um, yeah. When you look at uh, the Mavic Mini chucking out 2.7, that's totally fine for most people in terms of what their computers can handle. Or yeah, if they're pushing it out through social, then 2.7 is perfectly fine. So right. I don't know that I'd invest to a jump to 8K. To be honest, not uh, yet. Really at least, you know, your 8K footage is going to look great on your 4K monitor. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, I, you're I, right. This, another another 15 minutes battery life would be nice. Yeah, mm. and that's the next thing. You know, when when they get the next generation of of batteries, it changes the world. That's that's when stuff will happen. Well, that's Tesla drone deliveries. Uh, that's when Tesla. Yeah, Tesla announced this week that they've got new battery technology. It's 500 percent increase on current technology yeah elon musk was out in the media the other day saying that this is going to absolutely change uh they're talking about having a um a tesla vehicle on the ground on, on the ground for sub 25k and um, with this new battery system which will effectively allow you to go 500 times further 
than the current. And are they, are they are the batteries more hazardous? Yeah. No, no, they they're reckon they're, they're going to be, yeah, much more stable, lighter, cheaper okay. to produce, everything. Anyway, so I think that tech, yeah, battery technology is going to be something that's going to be yeah, huge. I guess. And I actually also saw um, a rumoured announcement today that there's going to be a Mavic Mini 2 released. Yeah, I saw I that as well. That. I did hear about yeah, that. From a lot of people think source. that I have inside information I don't. I don't have a relationship with DJI or anything. So people ask yeah. me all the time, but I don't know. So I just hear it just like everybody else. But I think that yeah. might be, that might be true. Yeah, um, it was a re- it was a pretty reputable source. So he's he's done a few leaks in the past that have been absolutely spot on. So it made mm. people's ears prick. Um, and also the uh, the Mavic um, three is bordering on the horizon, which I can't wait for because that way the Mavic Air 2 people will shut the fuck up about how wonderful <laughs> their drones are yeah. when the Mavic 3 comes out. And um, You know what? I, I, I got to say something. Uh, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but um, <laughs> this is absolutely true. There are some people out there that believe that the more money they spent, that, um, that talent comes with that, you know, that they <laughs> think they can buy talent. Like they, they're going to spend five grand on a drone that's going to do everything for them. Well, you still got to fly it. You know what I mean? Like I, I, people need to be happy with what they have. If you have a drone that you like that works for you, Great. then you don't need the, the one with glitter on it that's coming out next. I agree. And, and I think particularly for photography or cinematography, if you're using video, um, you've got to have that sort of natural eye in the first place. Uh, yeah, if you don't, if you can't take a photo, it doesn't matter how good your camera is. Yeah. Um, right. You're Thank still going to have a, you know, composition's not going to be right. Color's yep. not going to be right, whatever. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, people have their favorite cameras, uh, photographers. They use cameras from like the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Camera forever exactly. works for them uh well 90s you know the digital cameras but you know guitar players you know they'll use guitars that are 30 40 50 years old they don't well, it's, do it's still there's still pro photographers running 35 mil yeah and mm-hmm. um, because that camera lens combination is what works for them but we've seen this time and time again and i keep re- trying to reinforce this on the mavic mini page about you know you don't have to just upgrade to get a better camera you just have to be able to take good photos because we've seen some mavic mini shots which to, to be frank with you i think are better than some of the mavic 2 pro shots that mm. people are putting up i've looked at some of that and gone shit that's a good photo where the hell would you use that and they were like oh my mavic mini like yeah. wow <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Okay. I've been impressed. I've seen some really good cinematic, great use of, of, of the Mavic Mini. And people yeah. make fun of me sometimes because I still use my Phantom 4 uh, version 2. I, I still use I, I have two of them. Yeah. When, you remember when uh, DJI uh, said that they were no longer going to be in stock, the, the Phantom 4 mm-hmm. uh, version 2.0? I freaked out. I bought another one just so I have it in case this one crashed. I love it. It's my go-to drone. And you know, well, why don't you have a Mavic? I do, I have a Mavic Mini. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I can I, I cannot afford to. And again, I don't have a relationship with DJI. They're not sending me every new thing, so I I can't afford to to buy every new drone that comes out and go, hey, you know. And I'm not going to lie to people either. Yeah. So I can't I can't do that. You know, is you know, the new drone going to be better? Maybe in in some ways, but it's still going to be in the air with a camera, just like your old drone, 
And I challenge anybody to to tell the difference. You you give a you give a, a Phantom Three professional and and a Mavic Air two to a good photographer, and he takes the same picture with both of them. Nobody can tell them apart. Mm. Right. And I, I see that with YouTube reviews all the time where they do comparisons. I mean, sometimes it, it's such a nuance, the, the difference between the two. You go, well, I, I'd be happy with either of those. You know, one's 500 bucks, one's two grand. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, it really, the difference is so minimal. Well, I, I will tell you this, though. Um, it comes down to the glass. Mm. Yes. It, you know, the, the Zenmuse... Uh, what is it? X5S camera that's on the Inspire 2 that I have. Uh, that's amazing. That's mm. an amazing camera. Um, and it's got great lenses on it. It's about the glass. If I do night shots that professionally, I will use the Inspire 2 at the Zenmuse X5S. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even though yeah, the, sure. the Phantom takes good images at night as well. But So what is it about, the, the, what is it about the Phantom that you like? Oh, I just love that it's it's there. It's ready to go. I've got it in the case. I've got seven batteries for Oof. it. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Because like, there's the been all the rumors. Is is because I've crashed a couple of them. Oh right. I've had right. new ones, and they come with batteries. So I'm like, well. Yeah, because I guess should, I'm wondering, like, please. with DJI, you know, they've kind of gone down this path of just streamlining their Mavic series. You know, they've got the Mavic Mini, the Mavic Air, and the Mavic Pro. And it seems like they have neglected the the Phantom range. Like, do you think there's still space for a Phantom Five? Oh, I would love the Phantom Five. I've, like, it's just I've, it's gonna. Is it coming, or are they have they discontinued no, that I, range? Who knows? I don't think it is. I think if they do anything, years from now they'll put out an anniversary edition or something just to because yeah. there there is a market for if the Phantom Five came out, they would make money just like you know yeah, exactly yeah yeah with anything else, but. <laughs> But but you know the the thing the thing about any technology let's let's talk about phones. Yeah. You know, you see somebody with a flip phone. What do you think? Oh, they're grandma, right? Nobody has a flip phone anymore. I apologize if you have a flip phone. But <laughs> uh, you see somebody with a flip phone, you're thinking, well, they're out of touch, right? I feel personally attacked, Ken. No, I don't. do you have a flip phone? <laughs> I love no, I, don't. I love my flip phone. So you're going to show me your flip phone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you know what I mean, like yeah, for sure. Uh, and and the the lifespan of any prosumer technology in this area is so short, mm. you know. But but that form factor of the Phantom series, when when news agencies talk about there was a drone shown at the you know anytime there's mention in the news yeah. drone. That's the they image. You, got, you Google yeah. the word drone, the fan comes it, up. Yeah, it's it, synonymous with it's drone, isn't it? It is. It really is. It really is. But yeah. people, well, when, we yeah. we were looking at getting um, a masthead for the Mavic Mini page and put it out to a few people to um, create some creative for us, and they were all putting phantoms on, on our masthead. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, yeah. yeah, can we maybe get rid of the phantom of the Mavic Mini on the Mavic Mini page? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing that, you know, the layman, they don't, they don't know. It's, it's second nature for any of us in the industry. And we know, but there's so many people that don't. And that's, that's actually encouraging because that means there's more new people just now getting interested in drones. And that's mm. good. That's good. If they bring out a Mavic, uh, sorry, if they bring out a Phantom 5, 
you should just do a bad review, but don't actually have the drone. Just just do a random bad review, and then they'll say there's some there's probably something wrong with the drone. We'll send you another one. Yeah, they yeah. Oh no, no, I would love Phantom Five. I would love it. I, I think uh, the one thing that would make the Phantom series better is uh, interchangeable lenses. Mm. I think there was rumors of a Phantom Five. Yes, I saw that. And did you see those pictures that yep. looked like it was a interchangeable lens? If that was a custom something or other made for someone, but on a Phantom Four platform. But yeah, I saw that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, something like that. And maybe retractable legs. Yep. Yes. That would be cool. Yeah. Basically, like a, a mini Inspire. That would be really cool. Yeah. 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 And I love the Inspire, but oh my gosh, it's such a job to get going. Yeah. yeah it's beast. It's a beast. Yeah, it's it a is beast. a beast. You carry a small small human on that thing. Right. I'm very grateful that I have one. Yeah. That's cool. So I don't know. We didn't actually talk about how long you've got with us. We should probably round it out soon to give you uh, some time. Yeah. I, I we, we just got yammering, didn't we? We talked about root beer. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, I do yeah, have I'm... one question though, like, and it's, uh, you know, just to give context, like I am a, I'm a qualified counselor. So, you know, like the, the mental health space is really fascinating to me. And, uh, I was actually going to start a series where I, I kind of interviewed, uh, YouTubers about, about mental health and how you can maintain motivation. You know, like YouTubers, you don't have anywhere to go. You can't just call up YouTube and go, Hey, like, can you help me out? Like I'm struggling with motivation today, you know? And for you, like I can see how consistent you are on your channel and I know for a lot of people out there that they do struggle, you know, they get those creative blocks, they struggle to, to be motivated or they're disheartened by comments or views. Do you have anything to talk about in, in that space? Like how do you maintain motivation and consistency? I don't, I wish I could say that there was a secret formula, like, uh, you know, what do old people say? A lot of old people, when you ask them, how did you live to be 102? I drank a pint of whiskey every day and I, <laughs> and I kicked my dog in the butt. That's what I did. You know, they always have something like that to say, but I have nothing. Yeah, uh, really? All I could say is I, I'm, I think I've never really struggled for an idea. Do you enjoy, like you must enjoy doing it though. Is there a, like a genuine passion enjoy, for what you're doing? I enjoy the hell of it. it my radio job ended uh, December 19th, 2019. And it ended because my radio station, <laughs> because radio is dying. Right. Um, and especially in a small town, they couldn't afford to keep me. And at that point, my YouTube channel was going pretty well. And I thought, do I get another job? And actually, I got offered another job in, in Louisville. And I turned it down because I was going to give this YouTube thing a go. And I have no regrets. Uh, even though I'm not getting rich, I don't know people look at myself and go, "Whoa, well, you must be a rich YouTuber." No, the only reason I'm I'm able to do YouTube full time is because I live in Poorsville, USA, and the the cost of living is dirt cheap. Mm. But uh, along with the freedom of not having a boss, making my own schedule, it's just it's just a wonderful thing. It motivates me every time I, I read all the comments and, you know, I'm invested in it. But yeah. uh, as far as being motivated, I think the secret is you have to just be born a happy person. If you're content with who you are, 
And sometimes this can, not to get too philosophical, but sometimes it comes with age. Um, you know, I'm 54 and I look back. I recently, I went through some old video of myself in my twenties and everything. I hated that schmuck. What a, I mean, I didn't like myself. I didn't like who I was. Yeah, well, I like yeah, who well. I am now, you know, yeah. by age 54, yeah. you're going to know who you are. You're going to know what you want. You're going to be pretty, yeah. you know, yeah. on board yeah. with, with who you are and the way your life's going to be. So, uh, I'm just by default, a naturally happy person. Um, I, I, uh, I tend to vent. Sometimes you can ask anybody that's on a video shoot with me, uh, that I, I cuss like a sailor when the batteries are running out or when something's not going right. I'll like bleep, bleep, but where's my bleep? Hold on. I'll give you some bleep. You piece of like that. But, uh, for the most part, I'm just thankful for all this. I feel privileged as hell to be able to, to do this for a living. And that just makes me happy. And with happiness comes creativity. And yeah, I, did I answer your question? That's wonderful. No, <laughs> yeah. I, that was a great answer, man. I really okay. appreciate that. All right. Good. And a great and, way to, I, great way I to drink, wrap it up. I drink a pint of whiskey every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. Well, you're in the right place for it. You get Tennessee whiskey there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's probably a moonshine still within a mile of my house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like four, just the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, it was great talking with you guys. Yeah, you too. Yeah, man. it's been brilliant. As you know, yeah, I'm a big fan of yours, which is why I sort of reached out to you. And I'm very grateful that uh, you, you, I'm very humbled that you've taken the time to come and talk to us because a lot of YouTubers not that interested in reaching out and talking to people so it's really much appreciated and you you literally responded in 10 seconds and went sure <laughs> oh yeah and no so. I, you know and the reason why i do that is because if i don't answer email right away i forget about it oh, yeah. yeah people get mad so i just answer my email right away and and i'm also very you know along with the whole um working for yourself thing what youtube has brought me is the world i've got actual real digital but real friends all around the world. Yeah. It, it shrinks the world. It's such a wonderful thing mm. to be able to talk to you and, and other people because, you know, it's not just, it's not just robots. It's not just text. There's real people behind all of this digital video goodness that you see out there. And people are trying to, to get along and, and do their thing. And, and, and they seem to be digging what I'm doing so far. And, I feel very honored and privileged to be, to be able to do that and to, to meet new people with you, you and your funny accents. <laughs> I, well, I look, funny if, accent, right? I got a if, funny if accent. You, um, if you do make it to Australia, um, I'd, I'd love to catch up with you. And um, we'll go fly okay. some drones and I, I can uh, show you the wonders of Victoria. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, that'd be, a, that'd be a ball. All right. Very good. Yeah, as soon as they let us Americans back in there again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously, you, you know, you've got my email now, so just let you know, flick the email, say, hey, I'm heading to Australia, um, and I'll tie something up. I mean, I've got a big acreage pop property here. I'm more than happy to chuck a bed to you, save you, save you, save your costs. We'll go fly some drones and create some content, and it'll be good. We'll drive on the wrong side of the road. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That'd you, be cool. Uh, sorry. You can drive, and I'll... I'll just sit in the passenger seat shitting myself. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Put on that seatbelt. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, Ken, sorry. Guys? 
One yeah. more thing before we, we bounce out. This is just kind of out of my own curiosity. I'll get it out very soon. Um, you know, when it comes to batching your videos as well, like, do you have a lot of videos already ready to edit in the background? Like, how do you, like, do you have videos ready to go for the next week or so? How does that work for you? Oh, man, I try to get ahead, but sometimes I really, I really don't. I know a lot of YouTubers do that. They'll, I should be more organized, but no, I don't. Most of the time, if you see a video that posts, I usually, it's usually something that I filmed a day before, a couple days before. I don't keep it for long. I, yeah. I try to get ahead, but I, I don't. Again, it's mostly just me and a few helpers. Yeah, cool. But, um, and and I, I probably spend way too much time editing. Hmm. Uh, coming from an editing background, I especially pay attention to audio. And I'll do things that aren't necessary. Like from, now you know how to, uh, clearly you know how to edit videos. Yep. So if you go from one bit of video that has a little bit of background hum to another, like if I go from one scene where the drone is flying in the air to another scene, I will take that, the audio from the whir of the blades and taper it in and out All right. and overlay them a little bit so that it's not a hard cut. I'll do stuff like that for me because when I watch it back, I'm like, Ugh, you know, but nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. But that's like an extra hour that I spend doing just little audio tweaks and everything to make each video. I mean, it's not each one's not a masterpiece, but for me, especially the audio. Yeah. That shows that you have pride like that. though. You, know, I, you have pride in what you're, you're releasing yeah, to the world, yeah. which is great. I mean, yeah. And you know, one day when I'm when I'm gone and people are watching all my old videos of hey, let's watch that funny dead guy again. I I don't want them to you know go oh that audio transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! Well, thank you so you much, Ken. A little dark at the end there. Did That's we... a nice way to end it, though. You know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <It> <laughs> all right, man. And, and don't forget, don't forget to suck the hot chocolate through your tin pan. Yes. I'm totally gonna do that, man. I'm going to do that. I'm going to order some Tim Tams right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thank Thanks, you, man. Chat to you later. All right. Yeah. Go and bye. 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 <laughs>